All right. Namaste, ballers. This is Sushant joining you with uh, Gautam, aka Gomzi, and Rohit. Uh, welcome to episode number two um, of our rookie season uh, of Namaste, ballers. Uh, we're excited to um, you know share our takes um, on and reactions from week one. Uh, talk about uh, interesting things about week two, um, and also you know news and notes around the league. Um, so. Without any further ado, um, shall we get started, folks? Yes, yes. Yeah. Let's go ahead. Let's get started. All right. So I think the first thing on the agenda for uh, me um, is to make a quick correction from my side, uh, specifically around the fact that um, in episode one I mentioned that uh, in and in two separate instances I mentioned that Bills would uh, win the Super Bowl, and then the other instance I mentioned that Rams would win the Super Bowl. I just want to quickly clarify that I meant Bills all the way. Um, so yeah, just FI on that. Uh, with that, let's move on to uh, the next section: um, top news around the league. Um, and I think the most, um, uh, the most, um, uh, I guess, sad thing um, from a Cowboy standpoint is the fact that there's an injury for uh, Dak Prescott. Uh, looks like it's a thumb fracture, um, and looks like he's out for multiple weeks. That's six to eight weeks at this point um, is the estimate. Uh, of course, eventually we'll find out what the definitive uh, timeline is after the surgery. And there are some potential replacements. Um, we can get into that uh, maybe at a later on stage. Um, all right. So then the next um, interesting uh, news, I guess all of this is like more like a list of uh, you know injuries, you know, more like an injury report. Um, but the interesting next news is uh, TJ Watt um, of Steelers. Um, he suffered a torn uh, pectoral muscle. Um, I think Steelers played a bit good game, by the way. Um, but unfortunately, it looks like he's, he's out. Um, but let's see. Um, the recovery timeline is two to three months. Um, um, so that's well before the postseason. Uh, so that's, that's the good news. Um, but that being said, um, I wonder how this is going to impact, uh, you know, Steelers as a whole when it comes to uh, defense. Um, next up, um, Chris Godwin, um, Tampa Bay. Um, so he's had a um, hamstring injury and he's going to be out for a few weeks. Um, I think um, uh, the head coach came out and uh, mentioned very recently that it's not as bad as it seems. <clears throat> but then that's what head coaches always say. So I don't believe them so much. <laughs> Um, Kieran Allen, LA Chargers, hamstring injury again. Um, this might be a blow for Justin Herbert, uh, but I think he still has enough weapons to, um, you know, make do without Kieran Allen. So let's see how that turns out. Um, Kyle Fuller um, of Ravens, um, he's out for the season, uh, so that's sad news for Ravens. Um, and hopefully um, they find a good enough replacement. What are your thoughts, guys, on all of these news? Anything interesting that jumps out? Yeah, obviously the biggest news being Dak Prescott being out. Dallas Cowboys had so many hopes coming into the season. And Cowboys always are cheering for their team to go to Super Bowl regardless of their potential. <laughs> and this just uh, dents their ambitions a lot. Uh, Cooper Rush, the backup, uh, it, he's okay. He's a mediocre quarterback. Nothing great, so we'll see how long can Dallas Cowboys hold up and how many wins can they get before that comes back. Yeah, they were not. Um, I mean, in the previous episode I mentioned they were pretty good on the paper, um, but actually watching them play wasn't 
too impressed uh, with how they showed up. Yeah, yeah. So I think about potential replacements. Um, there's a debate of this. Do the Cowboys need to you know trade for another quarterback? Because six to eight weeks is like almost half of your season. So do they take someone just off the street? Do they give a day two draft pick? Maybe get Jimmy G or someone. Or maybe even Mason Rudolph from Steelers. I mean, it might be something that, you know, if they can at least get to, you know, 500 by the time Dak comes back, and then maybe if they can sneak into playoffs, I think that is their ideal scenario. So, um, but but let's see. Maybe they go, go with the a backup. But let's let's see how it goes. Mm-hmm. So, but 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 didn't uh, Jimmy G like sign a contract with the 49ers? Yes. So the way that that goes is, uh, it's 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 a it's a side story. But you know, I'll just give a couple of minutes there. So with Jimmy G, I think um, we'll have to uh, think about him and his contract, right? So his contract is about six to eight million. And um, that is uh, not guaranteed. So if uh, there's a trade deadline this year and what the Niners are thinking is, you know, mm-hmm. if there is another team that needs a quarterback, we'll, you know, hold Jimmy G. And if another team needs it, we'll then we can then trade Jimmy G to them. And, and that is how they are thinking about it. And even oh. if even if they are not able to trade Jimmy G by the trade deadline, then it's okay with them. They have a really good backup, and and then next year mm-hmm. there may be more opportunities for them to to trade. Um, this time they were unable to trade him because he had a surgery. He could he was not available for you know the whole training camp, so he was not you know um, you know he he was not able to be traded in in that sense so um so i think that is what they are thinking so he might be a good pick to be traded but i think niners are expecting a a, a draft pick maybe like a round two round three round four either mm-hmm. way so will cowboys give that and if they cannot then i mm-hmm. don't think that niners will trade them then the cowboys might go might go for cam newton or maybe stay with their backup quarterback mm-hmm. cooper rush or maybe go for mason rudolph let's see how it goes i mean I, we never know what jerry jones will think but that is with jimmy g and his contract that is an interesting take i haven't thought about all of these intricacies yeah with uh, tj cool. watt i think yeah, that's a that's a big blow for steelers i think he was mm-hmm. he's playing at an mvp level he was another candidate for defensive player of the year again. I think he was that last year. Um, so I think the next few months, I think Steelers might definitely suffer at least a defense. Yeah, but then they do have um, some some really good um, yeah. other defensive players as well. So yeah, it'll be interesting to see how the dynamic changes. Yeah, they're not going to be poverty, but they're not going to be kings mm-hmm. either. So they're going to be good, but we'll see. TJ Watt was half of the Steelers' defense, <laughs> always putting pressure on the quarterback and getting sacks and whatnot. So 
That's a big loss for the team, but yeah, regardless, Steelers are a great team, so that is true. I'm sure they have a good replacement. All right. Um, so the next section um, is reactions from week one. Um, I think um, last week we picked um, a few teams that we wanted to uh, that we identified as interesting games. Um, so we'll probably talk about those teams, uh, those games, um, and we'll uh, uh, you know uh, give a take on um, how those things actually panned out. Um, so first one is Raiders versus Chargers. Is that you, Gomzi? Yes, yes, yeah. So um, Raiders versus Chargers. It was it was a good game. Um, Chargers won it, um, but you can you can see you know how the two teams fared. Um, Justin Herbert, you know, he lived up to the hype. He was really good. He spread it around. He had completions from. Uh, I think like eight or nine different wide receivers, and and um, n- not not wide receivers, but including tight ends and p- pass catchers is what I meant. Um, um, and if you see uh, Ra- um, Raiders, you know Derek Carr, he had uh, a star wide receiver in Davante Adams, uh, his his college pal, and he just wanted to you know just put it to Davante uh, Adams. And I think the Chargers kind of, you know, knew this. And they were like, okay, you know, you want to throw it to him. We'll double team, triple team him. And 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 then he was having this difficulty, you know, okay, if he's double teamed or triple teamed, is there anyone else I can go to? And I think that was somewhere where they suffered a little bit. So, but Justin Herbert was like, he didn't care. He just spread it around. So I think Chargers. I think they are a team to look out here. So um, it was a it was a good game. I think uh, um, if Raiders can figure out their second or third wide receiver, I think they'll be a good team to look out in the future. But you know, if they keep trying to feed Davante Adams, I think yeah, I think teams will slowly figure out and try to blanket him so they would need to look that um a little bit yep the charges were definitely the better, better team yeah this week yeah I mean, okay yeah. the have good wide receivers i mean they have hunter renfro and they have darren waller as tight end so their offense is good i think the fall comes back to Derek Carr. he needs to do a better job all right. So next is Bills versus Rams. Uh, so this is the one that I picked. Um, I think I can speak for everyone when I said that it was. It turned out to be a disappointment. You know, it was supposed to be um, like opening of the season with a bang. It's going to be like you know going down to the wire, but none of that happened. Uh, it was definitely a one-sided show. Bills totally, you know, like the steamroll Rams. Um, like Matthew Stafford was completely out of out of it. Um, and if you are a fantasy player with uh, Matthew Stafford as your quarterback, then I'm sure you are disappointed. I'm sorry, not Matthew Stafford. Um, um, oh, sorry, yeah, it is Matthew, Matthew Stafford. Um, is Matthew and then Stafford. Uh, on the other side, Josh Allen, um, he did pretty good. Um, and he had uh, you know, quite a few touchdowns. He had uh, a rushing touchdown himself. Um, and, of course, I personally picked him uh, for my fantasy league, so I'm more than happy. 
um but from the ram side you could tell that um you know uh, as uh, as rohit was mentioning in the previous episode like they were feeling uh, um, you know the disconnect um, or the the huge shift in, uh, in the in the coaching staff um they were feeling uh, you know the loss of oral become junior um so uh, all of those things did become apparent and and i mean it's only so much you can feed cooper cup um so he still you know he's doing his thing he's still great there's still a good connection between stafford and cup but um you know this uh, the whole team also needs to show up they also need to gel and that did not happen um so yeah uh, but let's see i mean this is uh, bills was were uh, tough opponents um so i'm looking forward to see how rams will uh, pick themselves up after this and uh, how they will uh, you know do the rest of the season yeah yeah the score yeah. the score was yeah the score yeah. was 31 10 so scoring 10 points <laughs> will will you know will lose you every match in this in this mm-hmm. in this uh, league so rams would need to do a better job offensively yeah. at least mm-hmm. yeah and yeah that kind of i think it easily transitions into my game of the pack for week 1 which was packers and vikings the void that was felt on rams was the added bonus here for vikings kevin o'connell as i was suspecting last week he seems to be the mastermind behind the rams super bowl run vikings looked great kirk cousins looked fantastic he had that washington redskins uh, like the old school uh, kirk cousins playing at a high level spreading the ball around and packers had so many issues packers half the time they were not even covering justin jefferson justin jefferson was just standing in the middle of the nfl field with no safety or cornerback covering him and of course he's going to get 180 yards and two touchdowns so that mm-hmm. did help them and packers the loss of devonte adams was really big for them uh, I, i was suspecting they would fill the void but all the new receivers i think I don't know just threw like a 70 yard pass but then Christian Watson dropped it on the first drive that could have changed the whole momentum of the game because of that Packers had to take so many risks and they had to go four and one on the goal line and they unfortunately didn't uh, convert it so so many faults uh, I mean the whole momentum shift and kudos to Kevin O'Connell and congratulations to his first game But I think Packers will be fine. Same thing happened to them last year. They were demolished, I believe, by Saints first week. Uh, mm-hmm. This is what happens to Packers. Like out of four years last last four years, three times they lost really bad week one, but then eventually they made it back into playoffs. They win NFC championships and all that. So uh, Matt Lafleur is a really good coach. So I'm sure he'll figure things out. Yeah, I think um, Aaron Rodgers has a starting problem. Any time he's playing, uh, like first week, I always write it off. Okay, like the fact that he was able to come back and become an MVP last year, um, that speaks a lot about um, his abilities. Um, so you know, um, I would completely consider this as a one-off for Packers. Uh, I think they still have a lot of potential in them. Let's see. Yeah so I mean Shushant you you n- nailed it last week when when you said you know 
Aaron Rodgers starts low. So, uh-huh. so, so the fan is... in me was uh, <laughs> wanting Packers to win, but yeah. All right. So that would bring us then to the next section, which was, I guess it's now kind of almost like a competition. Is it a competition? I don't know. Um, but I think it's a, it's an interesting thing to see how we um, trend over time with regards to um, what the success accuracy rate of a week one picks are. There'll be, um, so. be a competition when I start to win it. Yes. Um, <laughs> right now, you're not in the lead, though. Um, so yeah. of all of the 16 games that were played, um, I got nine right so far. Uh, of course, there's still the Broncos-Seahawks uh, game going on. Um, Gomzi got eight right, and then Rohit got six right. Um, and if uh, Seahawks win this, um, then there is a good chance that I get 10 right. So yeah, let's see how how, how things shape up. And um, this is us tracking week one picks for the listeners. That's right. Uh, this is as far as week one picks are concerned. Um, then I think um, uh, the next section um, is picks for week two. Um, Comsy or Royal, do you guys want to take it away? Yeah, sure. So, um, my pick for the game of the week is uh, Chargers at Chiefs. It, that sounds like a you know the most interesting game. I think this this week at least two AFC West rivals. They played really well week one. So I'm I'm looking forward for this game. I think I think Patrick Mahomes, Justin Herbert. I think AFC West quarterbacks are just really insane with with Russell Wilson there and. It's it's going to be, you know, a heated division, you know, in the coming years for sure. But this game, um, I think, you know, people did doubt uh, Patrick Mahomes, you know, with Tyreek Hill gone. But as we discussed last week, you know, Mahomes is Mahomes and he's going to bring it. And that's what he did. And And Justin Herbert, you know, he just started where he left last year so i think both are really good teams it may come down the the offenses are really strong high powered offenses i think it will come down to defensive plays or maybe special teams you know maybe some turnovers fumbles Uh that is that is where i think the game will be decided you know when you have two high powered teams with high-powered offenses, I think these are the small things. You know, who will do the least amount of mistakes? I think that is where the game will be decided. Um, I think um, Chargers' uh, defensive line has become strong with, I think, Khalil Mack and Joey Bosa there. So I think um, their defense is stronger than last year. So I think um, Chargers might have a really good chance, but considering Chiefs, this is their home game. So, I mean, this is a really tough one to pick. Um, uh, we'll we'll go over the the picks uh, later on, and we'll give our picks then. But but um, but to decide who will you know really win this is 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 I think you know it's it's like their day, you know. So. But this is the one that I'm looking forward to. A really interesting game. I'm um, looking forward to seeing both offenses. 
and and, and hopefully it's a you know high scoring game um an interesting game and let's let's see cool so for my pick uh, it's probably a little bit unconventional uh, but i'm following the bills around so bills versus titans um uh, it might be too soon to uh, you know count out um, titans they're still a good team um, and it's pretty early in the um, season so you know we never know what's going to happen uh, between ryan tannehill derrick henry robert woods austin hooper um, this guy, there is enough firepower between them to actually uh, you know give the give the bills a run for their ma- money um, so let us see what happens. So yeah, that's my pick. All right. And my game of the week will be Dolphins at Ravens. I think Ravens, this is a home game for them, but <clears throat> Ravens losing their CB1 Kyle Fuller for the season, it's going to be a big adjustment for their defense, which is where exactly Mike McDaniels will exploit. And release Cheetah on the fly and I think Tyreek Hill will probably have a big game this week uh, and I think Tua, Tua will shine I think Tua will probably get his first road win this season mm-hmm. oh by the way breaking news <clears throat> Seahawks win so my accuracy just went up <laughs> just FYI so, and yeah as a Seahawks fan yay go Hawks 17-16 yeah, looks like they missed a field goal and handed us the win. I'll take that. And guess what? That actually makes Seahawks the only team in uh, the NFC West division to start off with a win. Sweet. Which is completely counterintuitive to what everybody expected. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm going to enjoy this few seconds of... Uh, yeah, it's you know, not going to last long. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're <laughs> going to save the last. sweetness until... I guess reality comes back and hits us next week. Yeah. Or maybe we'll, uh, maybe Geno Smith is really great. Who knows? We'll find out. Anyways, moving on to the next section. All right. So next is, um, we're going to be talking about, um, so every uh, week and every episode um, going forward, I think one of our goals was to um do like um, you know slightly uh, deeper dive um, into a couple a couple of teams from each of the divisions um, and uh, talk about what their prospects are, um, how they're doing, uh, where we think they land, and so on and so forth. Uh, so from that standpoint, um, the first uh, two teams that we're uh, thinking about discussing uh, in this episode uh, are from AFC North, and in fact, the next episode are also going to be the remaining two of AFC North. Um, so today we're going to be talking about Steelers and Bengals. Um, and starting off with um, our take on Steelers. What do, you th- what do you guys think? Yeah, things are already quite drastically different from week one. Steelers losing TJ Watt. So we'll have to see how Mike Tomlin adjusts to that big loss on the defense. But so far, I think Mitch Strobisky is is doing pretty okay. I mean, given with what he has... I think he's, he's doing a good enough job. So I, I feel like Steelers might survive in pretty close games uh, going forward. And especially given that Tomlin never had a losing season, uh, well, they'll always be in for a fight, regardless of win or lose. It's always going to be a close game. Yeah. Well, I mean, from my point of view, I think 
Steelers defense is elite. Yes, they lost TJ Ward, but um th- their defense with uh with the defensive line with um Minka Fitzpatrick they they do have really good players, you know, all around in their defense and I think their defense is elite. It all comes down to their offense, their quarterback and their pass catchers, their running back. I mean, will they be able to, you know, help their defense? You know, they don't want to, you know, keep their defense on too long. You know, they want to control the clock. You 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 you'd want uh, your offense to control the clock and I think in the week one, I think this did not happen. So I think the the Steelers with their quarterback, um, if they can be at least better than last year, where Ben had an issue, you know, he, he was not the Ben that we knew. So if if he can be better, you know, at least command the offense, uh, you know, um, keep having those plays you know um and at least you know give their defense a rest is uh, and and if he can you know you know uh, stitch together some some drives and and keep the points i think they will be matching any team in this in this league with their defense there i think that is mm-hmm. where i stand i think if their offense can I mean, I think they have an average offense. If they can just pick and and you know help their defense, I think they'll be good. Yeah, like defense, like Minka Fitzpatrick, like he's literally the reason they did not lose in regulation time, um, game one. So yeah, um, and they made sure that Bengals were always catching up throughout the game. Um, so yeah, definitely a lot of respect uh, to the defense and. Uh, of course, TJ Watt going uh, down is going to change the dynamics, but let's see how things pan out. I still have a lot of faith in them. Uh, and then looking at the strength of schedule, um, they are 12 out of 32. So I would say somewhere, you know, middle of the pack. Um, it's not so bad for them. Uh, they have some uh, decent uh, games that are uh, coming up. I think there's, uh, I think uh, among the next three games, one of them is um, against the Jets. So, you know, it will give them some time to um like make a um you know get their team uh, their offense also um in line um and you know um, make it a well-oiled machine if you will so yeah let's see how uh, how they turn out yeah anything else we want to talk about the Steelers or shall we move on to the next team um i think um a couple of points i think they they did lose um juju um ray ray mcleod they did lose some wide receivers um so they did pick some in their draft so so let's see how how they go i think they picked george pickens and calvin austin in the second and fourth round so let's see how they go we can you know track them and see how um um they can replace their um wide receivers um so um so I think that is about their draft, but but in in their offense, I think if they can you know get their um, rushing uh, attack going, 
you know that will definitely help their their passing attack and i think um that is one thing that we noticed in week 1 where you know they were uh, not able to use their rushing attack um so uh let's let's hope and see uh, they can you know at least get that going Yeah, because uh, if you see Naji Harris, he had ten rushes in twenty-three yards. Uh, sorry, ten rushes for twenty-three yards, like two point three yards per carry. Uh, that's bad numbers. Yeah, yeah. For, for the potential, that's bad numbers. Right. So uh, I, I think uh, if if they can get their um, you know rushing attack, you know going good, that will definitely help because. uh if you see in the game that was what uh, the defense was doing you know they knew that you know they they're rushing um they were not rushing that much so they were just hand um staying back and blanketing the receivers so um if you start to rush you will get passing lanes so hopefully yeah uh steelers offense can figure this out Yeah, and I mean that's the basics for the offense. Don't lose the ball, rush the ball well, don't fumble the ball, and no more TikTok and crap. <laughs> I think half the TikTok from Juju has gone, but there's still Chase Claypool. Remember last year? Uh, I I don't remember which game it was. I think there's fourth quarter. They were on game was on the line. They were meant to win it. 14 seconds in they throw a first down chase claypool catches the ball and he starts dancing in the middle of the field wasting the clock <laughs> so yeah no more of that hopefully and these are the type of mistakes i think they'll bite them if they don't fix it i'm i'm pretty sure tomlin has addressed the situation I mean, nothing against chase claypool he's a really good player but Mm-hmm. one off mistake everybody does it but i think they have to capitalize on the fact that they have a good running back naji harris he has to get the rushing yards going no drops by the receivers and uh, don't fumble the ball uh, if you're doing the basics right they'll survive they'll put up a good fight they have yeah, to and, them. and speaking of the receivers deonte johnson he's actually he had a pretty good the uh, catch um in uh, overtime that was like incredible in case you guys oh, yeah. catch single handed catch yeah, yeah that was like super cool everybody thought it was out of bounds but he actually pulled it in it was like super cool all right uh, let's move on to the next team bengals what do you guys think everybody's favorite team afc champions bengals <laughs> joey boro the poster boy mm-hmm. what bengals from like nobody to somebody so i think everybody is looking at bengals for some sort of success repeat success i mean there's always uh, the saying where there's a super bowl hangover thing that teams that go to super bowl never make it back so there's always that uh, saying on them on them but nothing on the paper really changed for them i mean they kept around most of their team from last year and they added hayden hurst this off season onto the tight end uh so if nothing i think i mean they just got a little bit stronger so i mean it all comes down to 
their overall execution, the coach, uh, game time management, uh, and essentially how good of a fight they put up against their opponents. Uh, that's all it comes from. On paper, their roster is loaded. Uh, they're elite. Maybe not offensive line. Offensive lines uh, giving up a lot of sacks. Yeah. I, I read somewhere like an absurd stat where I think they gave up 24 sacks in the past four games. So that's how the in the last four games, right? So one from this season and I think the last three last year. If that's how the game's going to be, then Joe Burrow is not going to be in this league for long. They got to do something uh, really quick. Uh, but other than that, their offense is really a little paper. Great wide receivers, tight end, running back. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> At least for Joe, I mean, just this previous game, seven sacks, uh, that is definitely in line with 24 sacks in the past four games, I guess. So maybe it's not absurd. I don't know. <laughs> so there is that. Um, uh, speaking of the strength of schedule for uh, the Bengals, um, they have the third worst schedule uh, behind the Rams and Cardinals. So that is something that is not going to be in their favor. Uh, it's going to make their path uh, to playoffs that much more harder. And then if you look at the division, you realize that as of the first game, um, theirs is the only team that did not win in their division. So all the other three teams actually have a win in the division. <clears throat> so they have to, you know, climb up that ladder as well uh, to make a strong case for playoffs. Uh, but they are the right team to be able to make the comeback. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to see how they're going to do that. Yeah, so I think... The one thing to think, uh, one note here is their head coach, you know, Zach Taylor. Uh, there have been reports that, you know, he's um, uh, not a good game manager. Um, so we'll we'll have to take a look to see how he fares this season. But um, with Joe Burrow, with uh, Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd, explosive offense that they have you know i think they will put up points um i think where they lack is how Rohit was saying their offensive line so i think uh, they did do something they knew their offensive line was a problem last season so they did get some uh, do some changes they beefed up the right side of their line <laughs> But the left side, I think they have a rookie there. So it's, um, and I think that is where they actually gave up a lot of sacks the f in, the, in the first week. So they will have to tighten that up, you know, if they want to, you know, really score more points than they did in the week one where they faced the Steelers. So uh, that'll yeah, be, and yeah, that'll be the narrative every week. You know, their offensive yeah. line. That'll be the narrative every week. Because yeah. if they give up that many turnovers and sacks, then they're just, um, you know, it's a recipe for disaster. And you're you're asking your defense to do a lot. Because, because in that case, then you're asking your defense to be on the field more. So, and the defense has to do the job for you. So, um, so I think that is where the narrative will be. You know how many yeah, mistakes uh, are you doing? How how many mistakes yeah. can you you know turnovers? I think that is the major thing. Just reduce the turnovers, 
an offensive line just you know go back to not giving up sacks i think they'll be an elite team this season mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. i guess to add some light on that uh, it's crazy to even think about that they have given so many sacks and i think it was like five turnovers against steelers and they still managed to be in the game and they were just a field goal away and and they even missed a field goal on their side so had had the things happened maybe the right way even with all these horrible things that have happened to them uh, they would have won the game so which actually shows how good this team can be i mean they can go against this la rams and bills and chiefs and uh, the the big guns on the nfl so nothing's really stopping them it's their own mistakes that's biting them yep mm-hmm. yeah i think one last thing about zach taylor the fact that uh, he didn't challenge the clear touchdown yep. um, of chase mm-hmm. um, i think that definitely you know um, did yep. not make things work uh, work out for the um, for the bengals So well hopefully um, you know he listens to our feedback and he will actually start making changes. <laughs> yeah yeah and, and uh, with the long snapper having issues um, you know I mm-hmm. think I think multiple times they had they had an uh, a, an opportunity to win the game but they just oh, yes. just couldn't. I think Joe Burrow I mean imagine Joe Burrow throwing the touchdown Jamar Chase you know uh, tying the score all you need is an extra point to win the game and they mm-hmm. don't do it. How frustrating that can be so um yeah that's that's football for you yeah and yeah. nothing to be ashamed of bengal's fans i mean are they going to bounce back just yeah. fine they'll correct their mistakes and they were in this game all along yeah. all right so i think it's uh, we should quickly move on to the next section um which is predicting um week 2 picks and keep this competition going. Yeah. All right. So, um what I have um is a list in alphabetical order this time. Um so let's see what you folks are going to pick. Um so first one is Arizona Cardinals versus Las Vegas Raiders. Um I'm picking um Cardinals, Rohit Gautam. Um was it uh, Cardinals at Raiders? Oh that's a good question. I did not make a note of where they're playing. Um, and I'm sure I get that that actually makes a difference. Um, um can one of you pull that up please if you can. Yeah. So I'll I'm I'm picking Raiders here. Raiders, okay. Yeah. It's a Raiders and yeah, I'm picking Raiders too. Okay, so we are already um I'm picking Arizona, so let's see what happens. Next up. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Uh, saying I learned my lesson from last week no more emotional decisions <laughs> well my emotional decisions actually worked out if you think yeah. about it i picked seahawks mm-hmm. so yeah let us see um next one is um, atlanta falcons versus la rams rohit rams rams what about you kamsi rams Uh, I guess I'm going with the Rams as well. All right. Baltimore Ravens versus Miami Dolphins. Now this is going to be interesting. Right? Dolphins. Dolphins. Close. And then what about you Gamzi? Ravens. I think um Ooh. I think Ravens 
are it's a home game for them so they could yes it's a home game for ravens so i'm going with ravens i'm banking on the fact that ravens defense uh, will take a hit because i'm going with miami dolphins i think they have good momentum but then again so do ravens but uh, something tells me my emotions tell me yeah. that it's not going to be dolphins all right <laughs> 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 buffalo bills versus tennessee titans gonzi buffalo bills and rohit buffalo bills bills all the way same fit me as well all right next up carolina panthers new york giants can giants pull off another win? upset giants giants will upset yeah um giants. you're going giants all right mm-hmm. well this time i'm going to go with carolina panthers what about you gomzi i will go with giants Ooh. <laughs> there's a lot of lot of uh, uh what like none of us are uh, a lot of differences in opinion let's see let's see what happens this time chicago bears versus green bay packers Rohit, you have to go first on this one. Packers. Rogers owns the Bears. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember that. Uh, Gotham? Yeah. yeah. Packers, uh, it is. Packers on the way. Same, same with me. Um, Cincinnati Bengals versus Dallas Cowboys. Rohit. Bengals. And you, Gomzi? Bengals. All right, I think that one is straightforward. Um, Cleveland Browns versus New York Jets. I'm going to start. I'm going to say Cleveland Browns. Gotham. Browns. And Roth. Browns as well. Okay, this one is also straightforward. Detroit. Uh, sorry, Denver Broncos versus um, Houston Texans. Um, I pick Broncos on this one. Rohit. Texans. Um, going with the home team. Mm-hmm. Um, and Gotham. Broncos. Mm. Oh, this looks like an emotional choice. <laughs> <laughs> no, but then again, actually, respect to Houston. Uh, no, so they... if you looked at the first game, uh, Texans put up like a really good fight against Colts. Colts were meant Absolutely. to be a really good team. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. And fact Given how Broncos, Broncos did today... Uh-huh. Liking on the fact that they will be exactly the same when Texans will improve. <laughs> actually, that might actually be be true. All right, next one: Detroit Lions versus Washington Commanders. Gomzi. Detroit Lions. Ooh. They actually hanged yeah. really well versus the Eagles. Uh-huh. So I was actually super impressed that yeah. they were actually yeah. catching up. Right. Mm-hmm. That was such a close game. Yeah, I'm going with Lions as well. So am I. Go Hard Knocks. Indianapolis Colts versus Jacksonville Jaguars. I'll go first. I'm going to pick Colts and Gomzi. Colts. All right, and Rohit. Colts as well. Okay, this one is straight forward. Um, Kansas City Chiefs versus LA Chargers. Um, Gomzi, you go first. Uh, I was hoping Rohit would go first. I'll go first. Uh, you, okay, fine. Go for it. Chiefs. Mm-hmm. I'll go Chargers. Ooh, divided. I'm going to go with Chiefs. Mm-hmm. And this could it's be a home anything. game for Mahomes, and mm-hmm. I am not taking 
another two. I'm never betting against Mahomes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Minnesota Vikings versus Philadelphia Eagles. I'm going to go first. Philadelphia Eagles. Comzi. Um, I will go Eagles as well. Eagles. And Mr. Rohit. I'll go Vikings. All right. Divided. I like that. Um, New England Patriots versus Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, Gomzi. I will go with um, Steelers. Mm-hmm. And Rohit. Steelers. Okay. So am I? I think I have become a fan of Pittsburgh Steelers after watching their game. New Orleans Saints versus Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I'll go first. I pick Tampa Bay. Rohit. Yep, Bucks. All right. Well, it's going to be a really close game. It's a divisional game. Oh, yes. So. I think it will. Taysom Hill, I think, is the, is the wild card. Mm-hmm. All right, Kamsi. Yeah, Bucks. They will win this one. Oh, Bucks. All right, last game. San Francisco 49ers versus the Seattle Seahawks. I'm going to let Gomzi go first. <laughs> yeah, that was a slip up from the Niners in week one. An ugly game in the rain, a storm that will not happen again. Niners will win this one. Guess what? I agree with you. Niners will win this one. So that's what I also picked. Andrew. Yeah, I agree. It's a home game. So, yeah, I think the weather will be good. So, no, no. drawbacks. Yeah. I will be pleasantly surprised to be proven wrong. Mm-hmm. I hope they prove me wrong. All right, that is all the picks. What next? Yeah, I mean, good, good uh, uh, discussion this week, guys. Uh, let's see how it goes. I mean, I'm I'm excited for week two. Awesome. Yeah, I think this is the last topic. So, uh, I think uh, I'm happy to be talking ball with you guys as always. Uh, I'm glad that uh, we're able to wrap up one more episode. Until next time, folks. Namaste, ballers. Namaste, ballers, guys. Namaste and good night. Good night.